Welcome to Day 326 of the New Way. I'll read Matthew 27, 32-33. As they were going out, they met a man from Cyrene named Simon, and they forced him to carry the cross. They came to a place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. In Mark fifteen twenty one, a certain man from Cyrene, Simon, the father of Alexander and Rufus, was passing by on his way in from the country, and they forced him to carry the cross. In Luke twenty three twenty six, as the soldiers led him away, they seized Simon from Cyrene who was on his way in from the country and put the cross on him and made him carry it behind Jesus. In John's version in John nineteen seventeen, carrying his own cross, he went out to the place of the skull, which in Aramaic is called Golgotha. I don't believe that there is a discrepancy between these four accounts. I believe that the soldiers forced Jesus to carry his own cross. But when Jesus was unable to do so, they grabbed a man from the crowd and forced him to carry it for Jesus. So I believe they are all four accurate. Just some include more information than others. You need to know that according to Roman law, a soldier could stop anyone, anywhere, anytime, and command them to carry a load for up to one mile, no further. We talked about this in the Sermon on the Mount when Jesus told his followers to go ahead and carry the load two miles, not just one. Criminals were usually required to carry their own crosses, but I believe that after almost 24 hours of being beaten, flogged, and tortured, he was unable to. Does that mean he was physically weak as a human being? I don't think so. As a carpenter, he was used to hard labor and was probably more rugged and muscular or buff than any of the religious leaders. I think this weakness attests to the brutality and level of torture done to him. Apparently, Simon of Cyrene had come to Jerusalem to celebrate the Passover. We don't know any details about him, except that he was from a city in North Africa. Mark tells us that he had two boys Alexander, and Rufus. In other literature, we find that these two sons later became strong leaders in the early church. We don't know if they were with their dad that day or not. We never know how or when or where God will use us to be a blessing to someone else. I have never been asked to carry someone's cross but I do know of many times when God prompts me to do something for someone and it's just what they needed. One day in Denver, I was taking a gift to a young mother 
with a new baby. Our ministry was in a group of trailer parks or modular units in an area called Federal Heights. I had never been to Cindy's trailer, and when I drove to her address, the address wasn't on the trailer. I just had to guess which one was hers. I knocked, and no one came to the door. I got back in my car to leave when I felt God was saying, Ask the neighbors if this is the right house. So I got back out and did. I went to another house and knocked. A lady came to the door. I told her I was from the church and was trying to find Cindy. She looked at me real strangely, like she was seeing a ghost. She asked me to repeat what I had just said. I told her I was bringing a baby gift to Cindy and that I was from Cindy's church, Federal Heights Fellowship. So you are from a church? Yes, I replied. I told her a little about our little church, how we met in the local elementary school. She seemed really, really interested, and I felt God was telling me to slow down and pay attention. So I asked her about herself, and she started to cry. She said that she had just prayed, God, if you are real, please send someone to tell me. So I did. I'm so glad that God orchestrated this encounter, and I'm glad that I listened. I'm sure that Simon of Cyrene was horrified to help the Romans with this death, but I wonder if later he felt honored to have been included in God's redemption of the world. How will God use you and me today? Let's keep our eyes and ears open for opportunities to serve. In his service, Dale.